Hello, Staten Island, and welcome to the 2023 SIEDC Business Conference. I'm here with my co-host, Anthony Rapatulo of PR Cision. What's up? Mike Bloomfield, the Techie Geek. Hello, hello. And one of the Staten Island Advance editors, Tracy Papua. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here. We got a a packed day. Thanks for being our first guest here. Uh, Typically, we kick off and talk about a couple different things that are happening, but since we're live... Apparently, we just had the governor here, correct? The Very governor nice. just left the building. Uh, projected over a 1,000 people coming through the hall today. Uh, there's over 100 vendors here that are, are tabling and, and looking great. A couple students from Tracy's class that are walking around. They're going to sit in with us later on. Now, I don't remember what it was. Uh, I forgot what it was. Yeah, Becca, come up with one. We got Anthony Ryan out walking around. God bless him. All right, so he we'll was one of the protesters. We'll, we'll come up with one on the fly. All right, let's go. All right, so what do you so got to complain about today? No, I'm not going to complain. I, I want I want Tracy's hot take on business conferences and conferences in general and how, in her world, she feels this either benefits or doesn't benefit a business to participate in the world of media and journalism. So, Tracy, what's your hot take? Okay, as the former business reporter at The Advance, um, these conferences are great for small businesses. I think any type of business of any size, they could really um, network here as well as showcase their products or their services and you know make connections within the community, which is really important, and also possibly get some press if you know there's media here as well. One of the things I think is interesting, and, and you and I have grown to have a relationship, which I'm thankful for through my company, but one of the things that comes up on our show all the time is how Staten Island is unique. Mm-hmm. So talk about how in your former role uh, as the business editor, you really were able to become a part of the community and get to know these businesses as they reached out to you and how you were able to help them and even brand them in a way through working with them closely and understanding who they are and what they offer. Well, part of um, growing up on Staten Island and also teaching in two of the three colleges here and going to high school here and even going to undergraduate school here, you seem to get to know a lot of people. Um, and then working at the local newspaper. So um, Staten Island is, I always say, one big close-knit community within a big city, and that can, that includes the business community. Businesses are supportive of each other here. Um, yes, there's competition, but I think businesses are really, um, they, they, they support each other, they promote each other, and the business community is tight. So once you make a contact within that community, you really are able to, it moves to more contacts. And truthfully, I've been writing a new business column. I still continue that. I've been doing it for 10 years, one new business a week. I've never had to scramble for something. And it's everything from somebody who makes candles in their basement to someone who opened up a new restaurant. So um, Staten Island is an exciting place and people just sometimes take it for granted, but we have a lot of good um, entrepreneurs here. Yeah, and it's more than the business community, right? The whole community as a whole, we're what, nearly 500,000 people, and we failed to mention congratulations to the Grace Foundation and all the nonprofits who last week, with the help of the business community, the, the regular community, broke and smashed the world record right here on Staten Island. 2,423 people came together, in com- uh, you know, all together, competitors, different nonprofit organizations that kind of do the same thing and fundraise to the same people, 
but everyone got together to break a record here on Staten because of that tight-knit community that we have. Well, there's been a lot of good things that have been ha- happening on Staten Island, and it's like, I think, I think we're actually like emerging from being the forgotten borough. We're doing big things here. And it's almost at a point where people shouldn't say that anymore because the entrepreneurial spirit, the businesses that are growing here, the events that are happening here, the things that we're doing, it's bigger than just our island. We're like the sleeping giant. We're being awoken. That's right. That's right. So Tracy, how is the transition between your job going as, as you've been promoted into a new role and a new focus? How's that been going for you? It's really great. Um, I've been in journalism for a lot longer than I want to admit. And basically, uh, I like, I'm the editor of the public interest and advocacy team. So that covers all the political reporting, all the quality of life reporting, and a lot of investigative reporting. And we do certain advocacy projects. And, you know, it, it's, it was a change of pace for me, being a business reporter. And I really enjoy this work. I get a lot of satisfaction out of it. I also work with... Uh, I have at least one younger reporter, newer reporter on my team, and I love working with younger people, and that's you know why I teach as well. So I heard a story that you actually you met our editor Brian Leyline at the Staten Island Mall. Is that right? Yeah, Brian hates when actually he likes when I tell this story. Um, <laughs> that's how it happened. <laughs> well, this is what happened. Um, I wanted to be a journalist since I was in sixth grade. Um, I got out of college, I graduated in a recession, and everyone kept asking if I wanted to work in a bank, and I said no. So I I got a job at a a magazine, and I was basically like an editorial assistant, and I actually got laid off. So I saw that um, Brian Leyline, it was like an ad in the paper that he was going to be in the mall one day. So I went to the mall. I had to exchange a pair of boots, I remember. But I also went up to him. At the time, I was freelance writing, so I had cards for myself. And this is the early 90s. And I introduced myself and told him how much I wanted to be a journalist. And he said, well, I don't have anything available right now, but call my assistant and, you know, I'll meet with you. And I did that. And he told me um, when we met, he said, what, what, you know, write a story for me. What do you want to write about? I said, well, I work in the city and I hate my commute from the South Shore. So he said, okay, write that. But he still didn't have a job available. So until he had a job available, I just kept calling him. And then one day I got a tip from one of the um, reporters and columnists who worked there. He said, someone just left. So I said, yeah, but he said he doesn't have a job for me. But I called him. And he said, all right, I'll try you out for five. You work here for five days. Let's see. Five days? Yeah, it was called a tryout. Wow. <laughs> Now, were you writing every day, a story a day? Well, that was, I hate to say the year, but it was the, was it the Nor'easter of 92? Um, And I was like, I came back into the newsroom. I was drenched, you know, up to my waist in water. And he said, Brian said to me, it's not so glamorous. I said, yeah, but I really want to do it. So obviously I was hired at the end of that. So so you called them over and over again? Yes. Persistence. So that persistence paid off. Absolutely. So I no longer feel bad for emailing you over and over again <laughs> to get the articles in the paper. Perfect. So, Tracy, here's something that we like to do. We like to give value to whoever's watching and listening. So do you have a tip for whether you're a Staten Island business, any business, or any brand, how to really stand out of the crowd when you're pitching a story, when you're writing a press release, when, when you're pitching a journalist, especially of your caliber in the editorial, uh, editorial role, how, how is 
the general brand getting through your inbox and getting into print or onto digital media? What has to, what has to happen? Well, like you said, you have to stand out, but tell me something that's gonna benefit my audience. Tell me something that my audience wants to know. Something that will inform them, educate them, or entertain them. And that's pretty much what we look for. So now, do you find that most brands and organizations talk all about themselves and pitch how great they are and how great their product is and don't think about the audience, like you said? Yes, and I constantly, sometimes I get press releases, it'll say, Dear Diane, which, you know, I'm not even going to open. And then there are the ones that say, Dear Business. And there's the ones that don't check who they're mailing it to, and they just see my name. And the copy and paste. Send me something about, a you know, a crime, and that's great, and I can pass it to the right person, but I'm not the crime editor. You should know who you're pitching to and make sure you have the right person. And you should give them a reason to open your email, because if I tell you I get uh, sometimes I'll walk away from my computer and have 50 emails. So give me a reason to open yours. Put something in the subject line that makes me interested to open yours, whether it's for myself or for a colleague. Open this email or you will be hacked. So Tracy, the that makes me think it's spam. Though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best email for people to send you a press release at would be tips at siadvance.com. Right. We could send that to everybody. Though. We should send it out there. That's going to be a real right on uh, should be Instagram. Blasted from yeah. everybody in this conference. Yeah. I put be it everywhere. It's underneath my stories, so yeah. it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> She's like, I ignore it either way. So, <laughs> so outside of your work with the with the Advance, talk about your, I don't want to call it a, a, a side hustle, but you have your own blog. You have your own page. You have, you've become a brand and an identity unto your own here on Staten Island. So talk a little bit about that. Well, that started, um, I initially got hired in the 90s at the Advance, but I did leave to have um, a freelance career um, as well as I started teaching um, at St. John's. For a while, I taught at CSI, and I also taught at Seton Hall, um, and I had my daughter. So um, I created a brand, like you said, as my own, you know, I wrote for magazines. Um, I wrote for the Star-Ledger, our sister publication. And I wrote for uh, a lot of parenting and uh, women's magazines. So once I came back to the advance, though, I wanted to keep my own brand. And one of the big important things about being a journalist is you also have to publicize your own stories because we want people to view our stories. So, you know, I encourage all my reporters to do what I do. I have my own Facebook page that's totally professional, Twitter, Instagram, and then my own website where people can learn about what I'm writing, what my team is writing about, what's important to them. And you're able to drive traffic back to the publication yes. you work for, which is great. Yes. So it works hand in hand to optimize what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. And um, we encourage all our reporters to do that because sharing you know, your story, um, not just on your own page, but into Facebook groups is really, and on LinkedIn, especially for like business type stories, is just beneficial because it drives the traffic back to SI Live. So the whole podcast is really about building brands. And you said that you've been writing a new business column every week for 10 years. Yep. The most exciting or your favorite story that you've written out of those 10 years, out of all of those new businesses. Oh, What's Anthony Rapacciolo opened PR Cision. No, that was, that, was a long, that was longer than Listen 10 years fight. old. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was definitely Techie Geek. Yeah. That was uh, the best wait. one that I've ever written. The best was, right, so I, they, 
when I first started Tech Geek, it was just me and Nicole. Yeah, you're really going to brag about this. Wait, no, wait. It's great because it was also in my house. It was in, in your house. She sends a photographer to take a picture. That's great. And he's having me take like underwear out of the underwear drawer and repose like uh, things on there and stuff. Got and to clean up pictures. the shoes. <laughs> it was so funny. And, get the and, takeout and food the, containers and away. Thank you because anything like when you get an article, especially when you're starting, even now. It means it's, it's a paper us down. It, it helps to make build your brand and expertise. So it was for me just starting. It was great to have it in paper, but I felt bad because there's this photographer there taking pictures, and he's like, "Oh, let's empty this drawer and put some like paper in here and do this and take let's, photos. Let's make it look like this is something real." No, but listen, you just you just said thank you to Tracy, and that like showing gratitude, I think, is one of the most important things that the business owners and entrepreneurs do. And on my side of the field, often we see business owners that'll say, they, they write plenty of articles about me. That's no. that's all we need. I don't need any more advertising. I don't need marketing. We get articles. But to, to hear somebody who's like grateful and thankful for it, it's, it's special and it's nice. And I think that's a, a part of your business too that you guys promote and make is that you like to give back as well. You like to be part of the community and all kind of... Everybody gives back, and that's the the circle of what Staten Island is. I absolutely thank you, Tracy. I do not thank you, Dan. You never have. I pay for our friendship. That's wow, fine. I'm okay with that. I'm well, we write the that. new business stories, and then we then the rest is up to Dan for getting the advertising. So, <laughs> so anyhow, Tracy Papora, uh, thank you for joining us here from the Staten Island Advance today. My Can't pleasure. wait to meet your students. You're coming over with them in a little bit. Yes. And where are the students from? St. John's University. All right. Let's go. Thank you. Wrap.